Welcome to another edition of the Caddy Line Podcast. This is your host, John Rathouse. Excited to be joined this week by Wayne Birch, caddy for Troy Merritt. Wayno Drano tells us a little bit about his nickname. We're, of course, previewing Liberty National this week, the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs there in New Jersey. Beautiful view of the Statue of Liberty. You'll be seeing it all week long. But first, recapping the Wyndham Championship. Of course, Kevin Kisner, the winner. We had him last week. I hope you trailed on that. Crazy six-for-one playoff. Some funny comments from Kisner talking about how he probably had more experience playing in a sixum than the other guys, alluding to his hit and giggles back at home. Shout-out to his caddy, Dwayne Bach. Of course, Dwayne Bach's calves as well. On to this week. Like I said, Liberty National, Wayno Drano, on the bag for Troy Merritt. I had a chance to caddy in this thing in 2009. It was a brand-new course, kind of walking on the moon kind of vibe. Since then, they've softened it a little bit, but... In 2019, Merritt had the course record 62, so he tapped into Wayne's knowledge to learn a little bit more about the golf course. He tells us about his nickname. He's also one of the best quiet, please, caddies in the game, so we have some laughs about that as well. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Caddy Line Podcast. This is John Rathouse today. I'm joined by none other than Wayne Birch, caddy for Troy Merritt. Wayne, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Good to have you. And and I first I want to dive in, man. You're you're known on tour as Wayno Drano. The people they got they gotta hear about your nickname. Tell me about your nickname. Uh yes, Wayno Drano. Uh hi to the people out there who's listening, man. How y'all doing? Uh we love you. Play golf and stay trappy. But uh yeah. What you asked me again? What you just well, your me? nickname. I mean, I've been out playing with you before. You're a good player, and you you can roll the rock. So, I mean, I'm assuming that's Wayno Drano, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the nickname came from Short Hill. So me, Will, Will Cox, uh, Scott Marino, you know Steve Marino's brother, Flo. and Boke. Yeah, Flo and Boke, who used to caddy for uh, he used to caddy for Hudson Swafford. You know Boke. Yep. Um. So we used to go play all the time at Short Hills. It was like an annual thing. So we had played 18 holes there. And uh, I was winning at the end of 18 holes. So we played the E9. And uh-huh. they started pressing. They started pressing. And we come down to the last hole. And um, I'm just making putts left and right all day. <laughs> you know, saving par. few birdies here and there. But most of mine for par. You know what I mean? Some, some drippy putts. <laughs> and uh and we get to the last hole number 18 and i hit it just short it's a little par four down the hill water on your right so i miss it short left over there in the pin like middle right it got this big break and uh i hit this putt i'm on the fringe i hit this putt this putt just kept on breaking kept on breaking went right in the center <laughs> and willie said wayno drano <laughs> that's what i'm calling you from now on Love it, That's a and great so story. Stuck. All right. Stuck. Mm-hmm. Sippy. Dude, so so you and Troy, you've been together for a while now. You guys had a sweet win at the Barbasol in 2018. And then earlier in July, you guys got involved in a playoff in Detroit. Um, that was a sweet week for you guys. I, I saw Troy had an ace that week. I, I rewatched it recently. Tell me a little bit about that shot when he, when he connected. Um... It was awesome. It was like uh, we had 
we just put these new clubs in, right? The new tightless clubs. We put them in on Wednesday afternoon, play nine holes with them. So we only hit like maybe one or two five irons at this point when we hitting this this five iron. So we got mm-hmm. two ten, two nineteen hole. The wind should have been like a lot of right to left, but it looked like it was helping. Felt like it was helping. We needed it to help just a bit. Um, on track, man, it was showing we was carrying that five iron 210. So we had 210 front, and we got any help, it going to carry that number to that little front left pin over there. And, you know, if it comes up just a little short, it's cool. If it rolls just a little bit past, it'll be all right. So it just landed perfect and went in the hole. But when he hit it, it started off right. So I had my glasses. If you pay attention to the video, uh, I had my glasses on. And when he hit it, it started off to the right. And I pulled my shades down just a little bit. And I could see it starting around, starting off to the right and drawing back. And I saw it take that bounce. Yeah. And then when it took that bounce, I didn't see it no more. <laughs> so then Troy hands went up and I was like, you made it? He was like, yeah. I was like, ah, let's go. Yeah. So, so I'm watching the celebration, man, and and you you get in. There. I mean, everybody when they make you know the thing for caddies, you know, your guy makes an ace. It's a celebration. It's kind of spont spontaneous, but you got to hit. I mean, a lot of people whiff on that high five. You come in there, you connected perfect, and then you went back for another high five, and you were into it. You were you know yelling and screaming like you were saying, man. I I was I I thought your high five was executed perfectly. Hey man, you got to make sure you connect. On the high five. I mean, you play golf, you should have good hand-eye coordination. If you can't connect on the high five, man, I don't understand. But, uh, yeah, it was good that we connected. If you pay attention to me there, I'm making sure we connected. I know. <laughs> I hear you. I'm locked in on this. Make sure you don't win. So, uh, I, dude, yeah, I, was, I was on the bag uh, on the bag for Seamus there at, at the Players uh, in 2019. And on Saturday, day before St. Patrick's Day, he makes an ace on number three. And just one hopped it in, kind of like your guys'. And and I nailed the high five, too, but I kind of like almost like gripped his hand a little bit, too. Like I was really afraid of missing it, so I kind of went in there a little extra. And and, and we connected. You're, you're right. That's important, man. I, I remember following on Twitter that week, too, when you guys were in the mixer and and, you know, when you're in the mix, you know, you get on, you get some more TV time and there's, you know, all these people on Twitter, golf nerds and stuff, and they're watching. They're like, you know, I saw some comments. I was like, man, I like, I like Troy Mad- Merritt's caddy. He's got a, he's got a vibe, man. He's got some, some style out there. You know, how would you describe your caddy style when you're out there with Troy? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, you're such, oh. you have such a good job of, of being positive, but I, and I, and I always just feel like. You're yourself out there, which is, you know, you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, man, my passion for this golf is, is unreal. Like, I love this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm married to the game. Mm. Like, I'm really married to it. So, uh, it's a blessing for me to even be in this situation and be able to wake up and go to the golf course every morning. You know what I mean? Especially Absolutely. coming from where I come from, from College Park. You know what I mean? So, I don't take it for granted. So it's just like, bro, I love this so much. And then to be doing what we do and, and love it, it's like every day I'm happy when I go to work. Like I, I look forward to going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I look at 
I guess that's one reason I can always keep it positive because it can always be worse. You know right. what I mean? And uh, I just love it. So that just, I mean, I come to work, want to be the best, want to get this ball in the hole as quick as possible. Let's get this ball in the hole as quick as possible. That's my only objective. You got one objective. Get this ball in the hole as quick as possible on this hole. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you and then you go to the next hole and try to get this ball in the hole as quick as possible. For sure. So then I, I do want to talk about Liberty National where you guys have some good memories there. But first I, I want I want to point out one other thing that I like when I've been out with you over the years. You know, your crowd control game is on point. I always say Pepsi Steve, he's one of the best flag tenders in the game, and he doesn't get to do that as much anymore because of all, get to leave the pin in now these days. But your crowd control game, your quiet please is on point. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you know, when we out there, people are there for fun. You know, uh, they there to have a good time. And we there to play golf for our job. This is our job. This is our livelihood. This is how we put food on our table, you know what I mean? We over here tracking this golf. So I know you're here to have a good time and you've been drinking or, or, and all of that and we want you to have a good time, but just give us this little 30, 40 seconds real quick so we can run through our numbers so we make sure we get this right while we sit here and entertain y'all. So I always just try to be like, hey, quiet please. And then before we even start getting into our stuff, if we got a, a big crowd around, I'm like, hey, uh, make sure your phone's on silent, please. Check now. You know what I mean? Because if somebody yeah. call you, I'm going to be mad. So, <laughs> you know, and they'll laugh like that and they'll check their phone to make sure. Because we had some situations happen before that I learned by caddying that, you know, we in the moment. And then right when he taking it back, somebody say something or somebody, we in some leads. And then somebody start moving and they stepping on the leads. I can hear that. I know he hear that. That little... That little flinch costs you a lot. You know right. what I mean? Just for somebody not telling them. If you it's tell true. them, at least at least you got a chance to uh for it to be a successful, you know, execution. Good shot. Yeah. All right. That all makes sense. So so let's let's pivot a little bit to Liberty National. I mean, you guys uh are locked up for the playoffs this season. You you started off kind of slow and then I saw at Pebble Beach. You guys had a nice finish, and then you popped again at Valspar, and for like the last two plus months, you guys like had a lot of top tens. You had a chance to win, so that's awesome to see. You guys punch your ticket back to Liberty National um, in 2019. That was the last time we had the playoffs there. It's it's there in uh, New Jersey, right on the water. You can see the Statue of Liberty. You can see the New York skyline, and and you guys got a course record there. Troy's got a course record. You were on the bag, first round 62. At Liberty National, what do you remember about that Sweet 62? Uh, like I was telling you earlier, I don't really remember much of it. You know what I mean? It was like when you playing good golf like that, it kind of just flows and mm. rolls. And uh, you be in the zone and he be in the zone and you just be focusing on that next play, that next shot. You know what I mean? Not really focusing on too much just what's in front of you. You're just playing golf. And it kind of just happened. And then one time I looked, I think maybe we made two or three birdies in a row, maybe, or, or made a good little run of birdies. And then I looked down and I'm like, damn, we made a lot of birdies. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and then it you, just went, 
Good then shot, you get in the you know 10 I mean? at the end and you add it up and it adds up to 62, huh? Yeah. Like, I didn't know we had the course record until our chance said it. I don't even know when I, tell you the truth, when I knew we had the course record. I don't know if it was, uh, had a chance doing play or after play. Right. After, after Troy signed the skull card and was like, got a course record. And I think I might've been like, for real? I'm like, damn, that's tight. Yeah. Nice to have, you know, uh, you know on your, a feather in your cap. I, I, I was looking at it last night, kind of refresh myself, because I had a chance to caddy there like in 09 or something. Like it was new on the block, and, and we played. I was out there with John Merrick, and it was crazy. It was like, you know, walking on the moon, like all sorts of crazy undulations and stuff. And, and then I think they came in and they softened it up a little bit, but it's still the same golf course. And so I was refreshing my memory on it recently. Um, there's some pretty sweet – like hole combinations out there it's it's crazy you start with like a par four short par four then you go like the par threes out there are legit like they're long and then there's kind of a you know a sneaky short one on the back but like i, I can see how you guys could throw a 62 at them because like you start off like four three four three and then you've got like uh, a stretch of eight holes where you got four all four par fives jammed in there um you know i guess you know, tell the people a little bit about, you know, what you got to do to play well out at Liberty National, in your opinion. Make putts. <laughs> on that uh, bent grass? I mean, yes, you got to make putts. No matter how you shoot 62, you can hit it close. You can hit it far away and make putts. But at the end of the day, that putter, uh, gets you those low rounds. You can hit it close all day and not make anything, and that'd be the frustrating days. Right. Uh, uh, when you go through that stretch where you're hitting it really good and can't make nothing, and and that's when you have to caddy. Right. You know what I mean? That's when it's hard. It's hard on on the caddy. It's hard on the player. He know he's hitting it good. He's working hard. These putts just keep burning the edge and dipping out, and you missing the cut by one. You know. Uh, so it always come down to that putting yeah, and you got to keep it in the fairway. Yeah. We were talking about that. I mean, being in the fairway out there is important. I mean, I don't think they're the narrowest fairways, that, but there's a ton of water in play off the tee. They've got these little creeks meandering through. There's some lakes here and there, but then you were also saying like, you don't have to hit driver out there on every hole. Um, you know, you kind of hit to certain spots to, you know, make sure that you're at the widest parts of the fairway. I guess, what do you remember about it off the tee out there? Um, I think uh, we hit some clubs that kept got us in play on some certain holes to give us a yardage. Like Troy is a, a great mid-iron player. You know what I mean? Anything six mm -hmm. and up, okay, shit, it's going to be coming down pretty close to the flat. Six, seven, eight um, irons, he's pretty good. No, long irons. Five, long irons. Six. Oh, six, five, four, you're saying. He's good with his yeah. long irons. Yeah, so you give them over, you're gonna be looking at it coming down sideways on the pin. So we was we was like, all right, these greens big. All you gotta do is just keep giving yourself a chance. You're rolling it great, you know. And so some holes we hit like this little driving two iron off the tee because it was firm out there too. Okay. Uh, hit this little driving two iron off the tee or three wood just so we can lay back to you know what I mean one of them good numbers if we got. Some room to work with, especially to a back pin. You can sneak up on it. Uh huh. 
yeah, you got to pay attention out there with the big greens even. And there's some, you know, little sections. It looks like, I mean, it looks like it's a serious, you know, iron players course too. You know, you ever, if, if the greens are big, a lot of people are going to hit greens, but then, you know, to be in the right sections is, is kind of what you're looking for to have all those birdie putts. Um, yeah. What about the, yeah, the yeah. short game? I mean, there's a lot of runoffs out there and it's tightly mown grass and stuff. I mean, you know, always on those par fives, you know, you don't hit them in two, you're having to scramble and, you know, you get these long par fours, you know, you miss the green, you got to get it up and down. Do you remember anything specific about the, the short game stuff? Uh, you can use that putter around there. I, I remember that. Uh, I remember on, I guess it's 15, is it 15? No, 16. 16 long par, par four. Five. Par five, is okay, it, par five. Is it part five? Seventeen is the part three, right? Uh, no, fourteen. Fourteen is the last part three, I think. Unless there's another that, that, long. That one. little short one. That little short one along the water. That's, that's 14. fourteen. Yeah. Okay, so thirteen is a part okay. five, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so to that 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 pin, that's like that front left, that's right over that bunker, right there. Mm-hmm. The miss, the miss is like long, so we end up going for it in two. And we hit it long back there, but we was on like the down slope. So, you know, you're trying to chip it off a down slope and get it up in the air so you can get over this up slope and chase out. That's gonna be kind of hard. So you can use that putter. We yeah, just use that putter and get it on up there like in the three foot circle and tap it in. All right. So some so guys with some versatile short game thinking outside the box might play well yeah. there. Let's we we mentioned fourteen. I want to talk about that, that part three briefly because it's kind of the signature hole right on the water. Um, and I remember watching some coverage last time around, I guess. I think it was super windy. And they had like a back pin. And I swear guys were hitting it anywhere but close to the pin. Um, is there anything you remember about that hole in particular? Yeah, that back right pin. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think we trickled it right over the green. Yeah, there's like a little downslope there. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't get all the way like into the hazard. Yeah. I don't know where. Yeah, in into the hazard, we had a good line. We might have made four, but I think we made three. I'm not really sure, but I know we hit like a good shot from yeah. where we was at, and I think we made the putt, but I can't be really sure. Yeah, well, it's a big boy golf course, and I mean, I know you guys went on, you finished 12th, you know, and I, I think that's awesome. You guys are getting another crack at it this year. Um. I want to I want to just pivot one last time and you know you got some other projects that you mean you caddy you got a family you got a little boy at home which is great and then uh, you know you got some free time you also started you know your own clothing company clothing line golf line whatever you want to call it I want I want you to tell the people a little bit about that Okay yes trap golf uh, that's a clothing brand I started during the pandemic we have been working on it for probably 2 years but we just launched it then felt it was the right time um and trap golf it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle brand and what we do we we bridge uh golf and street culture together to make the game better for everybody you know what i mean so like where i'm from uh, i'm pretty sure i'm the only person ever to go to school college on a golf scholarship you know what i mean from college park sure definitely from my my neighborhood you know, all of that type of stuff. So, um, just to make, bring them, get them more open to the game. You know what I mean? Right. And the kids, I used to teach. So, I know all the 
the kids like the word trap and and want to be trappers because they listen to all of this rap music. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, I know how to get the kids because you know I got two degrees in education. So to get the youth and to get more kids and to grow the game, you got to be able to catch them. So, so that trap golf, they hear that word, they're like, oh man, that trap golf, that's hard. What that is? So they'll go and look it up and then see, oh man, these boys doing the same thing that you know homie over here on the block doing. But these boys on the golf course and they ain't right. been shot at and they ain't going to jail and they can get some money over here with this golf. And you, you know, you're gonna get more money than the boy over there on that block hustling, trapping. So we changing the whole narrative to the to the word trap and making it more positive, making it more fun. And anybody who in golf, if you getting money in golf, you trapping. You trap golf. You know what all I mean? Right. All the all the caddies out there who put food on their table, who you know what I mean? For their family, that's how they get their money. They trapping. You know what I mean? They had the golf course all day trapping. All right. That makes sense, man. That, that's that's well put. And, and it's not, you know, I was thinking, oh, sand trap. And I had the trap, the music, you know, hip hop trap in my head, too. But the way you explained it is awesome. And it sounds like your reach that you've done with that. I mean, you, you have a lot of positive things in mind. That's not a surprise. I think people should go check that out, get themselves a hat, a sweatshirt. What have you, man? I really appreciate you uh, joining me on the Caddy Line podcast, and uh, we'll be following Troy the rest of the year. You guys make a deep run in the playoffs. Your boy can go low. He's great having you on the bag, dude. So uh, stay connected. I really appreciate you joining. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you for all the support, man. I thank that Troy Mary for the opportunity to let me caddy for him. He's the real deal, man. I call him the silent assassin, man. He one of the best bosses you can ever have, man. I promise you that. Great stuff from Wayno Drano. All right, on to leg one of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Liberty National going to kick it off with John Rahm at 9-1. to He tied for third here in 2019. He's on a mission to win the FedEx Cup. It's a big golf tournament. You know he's going to show up the number one player in the world. On to Jordan Spieth at 16-1. to Tied for six here in 2019. His good play continues. His driving accuracy numbers are on the uptick. He's going to have a chance to show off his around-the-green game this week played here in 2019 also played here in the president's cup in 2017 for his greatest season he's been having he doesn't have a ton of trophies to show for it so i look for him to be one of the guys that can be a multiple winner on the pga tour this year daniel berger 28 to 1 has experience here in the president's cup all the key stat categories are really good with berger only concern is there's around the green game but he's going to be in the fairway on the greens a lot heat up that putter Kevin Kisner at 66-1. to Why not two weeks in a row? He tied for 12th here last time. He seems like the type of the guy that could run off two in a row, especially since he's trying to make that Ryder Cup team. And speaking of Ryder Cup team, also Ian Poulter at 66-1, to quietly making a ton of cuts in a row. He tied for 10th here last time. He's also trying to play his way on to Patrick Harrington's Ryder Cup team. Those are your picks for this week. Tune in next week to listen to another podcast. Good luck with your bets and enjoy the action.